All right, we're rolling. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of the Two Cents podcast. Uh, only thing longer than this uh, that I've ever done before is uh, my current relationship, um, <laughs> which you've, and which you've stated, which I've stated, which I've stated, and which I'm very happy in. Um, basically, the joke the joke there is that I'm I'm very bad at uh, sticking to anything. <laughs> Um, I'm sure, which I'm sure people will get that. Which I'm, I'm sure they will. Which, much like the uh, the scooters uh, in the mall, uh, me saying that acts as a segue uh, to one of the topics that we're going to talk about today. But we will we will get to that uh, soon. Um, first on the docket, before we even really uh, get down to task bracks, um, I this week actually came up with a list of things to talk about for once. Oh, yeah, uh, finally. Yeah, finally, yeah. Okay, get off my ass. Um, I <laughs> came up with a list of stuff to talk about. Um, it's only four things, but I feel like it can take up enough time so that it can fill, um, it can fill like, most of the show, uh, if need be. So, uh, yeah. Um, since I've never done this before, it's taken me eight episodes to... <laughs> <laughs> come up with a list of topics. I really don't know how to lead off, really. Um, oh, should I should I start or should oh, you start? Okay. All right. Listen. Let, okay. Just. All right. You're I like this it. is my show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is yes, my show. You, you just man. you just work here. <laughs> Submit to <I'm>... me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uncanny. How you may, you may you sound like him. <laughs> I look like Skeletor too. <laughs> you may, you, you may call your, you may say that I'm not the co-host, but in reality, Corey's been the host this whole time. <laughs> oh my God, uh, I'm already. When is, it, when, it, when, is, when is that He-Man movie coming out? Oh, we're not talking about that right now. Fuck you. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? They should definitely cast you yeah. as like as, as, a vo- as the voice. The I mean, voice, maybe the, not the. <laughs> maybe not maybe not a live action actor but i could definitely be the voice of skeletor for a for a he-man movie in 2020 oh my gosh that'd definitely. be amazing you you can oh you can goodness. you can start though that's fine we, we can do like one of yours and then like I, I feel like we can play off of each other well enough so that like oh, we can we can go from like topic to well, topic no i mean honestly we have we have a lot of stuff to talk about but honestly yeah. okay before we before we get into it, mm-hmm. all right. When we were talking about this, about what we're gonna talk about before the show, we kind of do a brief, kind of like, oh, we're gonna run over these topics. Literally, me and Josh had similar ideas. I was like, are you, are yeah. you like reading my notes? It was like- great. Yeah, because I I had come up with this list of ideas, and I was very proud of it because I came up with it. Admittedly, I came up with it today. Uh, but I did spend a good like two hours like writing like a lot of stuff down, and it's like. A full page. It's only four uh, four things, but I managed to write down a page worth of stuff to talk about for each point. And we were going over it together, doing like our little warm up session. And he was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, "What?" And he was like, "You're talking about almost to a T the stuff that I wanted to talk about today, which is is perfect, but is also also terrifying, showing that me and Corey function on almost the exact same like brain well, I, brain wavelength." The like, thing is, is that like I definitely thought it was because of what uh of what was going on with me on twitter Mm -hmm. all right so 
it's kind of kind of a brief story time, but it's also going to segue into what we're trying to talk about. Yeah, the about. first one, yeah. Like, so I posted on Twitter. For those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, if you don't, then you're missing out on some good content. We'll do the plug uh, at the end. We'll do the plug at the end. <laughs> well, they kn- listen. They know it's coming. But the thing is, is that I had posted about the the whole thing's going on in Portland and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like this guy who apparently is For a Portland resident should we should we should we say that just very briefly if people don't know what we're talking about the thing about what's going what's the, going on in Portland right now we'll get to that okay we will. all right go I, ahead. I mean I'm just trying to tell the story go ahead but like yeah and so I posted about it and like he commented and he's a Portland resident he was just like they're not doing that they're this is what's going on blah 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 and like, I we kind of went back and forth for a while. Even Josh like posted, and I was just like, "Well, here's the thing. First of all, neither one of us got disrespect. I thought I was gonna get. I thought he was gonna say some disrespectful, disrespectful stuff to me, and that's when I would have either I, I would either stop posting or I would have went off on him. Yeah, I didn't really. Him. Yeah, it depended on what he would have said if he would have got disrespectful. But uh, thankfully, he did. He, he did not. No, it was just he he did not, and that kind of that kind of gets me to the point to where like I feel like we've lost touch with like debates and like and replacing them with like arguments, and there's mm. a difference. And it's like the thing is, is that me and him had a pretty healthy debate, even though I think that uh, a lot of his stuff he, that he's saying is kind of uh, wrong, not true, incorrect, yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know this guy. Like, I'm not going to sit here and attack him personally because uh, I feel like he's wrong. I'm just going to battle him back with information that I have gathered. But at the same time, he was like, I'm a Portland resident. I'm like, okay, you're there. I get what you're saying. Like, you actually see what's going on. But it doesn't make it any more correct. But Right. But uh, like I was saying, like, I feel like we... People are so ready to. F- people aren't ready to talk. People are just just want to fight. Like people are just pretty wa- much like people really like, want to fight. They're like, here's my opinion. If you don't ag- if you don't agree with it, then I'm gonna come I'm to gonna your attack house. You. I'm gonna come to your house and kill you. Like <laughs> I'm gonna it. attack you on a personal level. Right. And it's just like, why? Why is that? Because the thing is, is that ugh, even and that's the thing. That's the reason why there there are taboo subjects especially here in america which is what uh i think it's sex religion and politics if yeah. i'm not mistaken three things you don't talk about and it's because those things when people talk about them they're so inflammatory people they're so inflammatory people literally lose their minds and i don't i really don't talk about that with with people because of that uh i talk about it with certain people that like and it's not even people that always agree with me or people that agree with me in general it's people who i can have a conversation with that afterwards i don't have to delete your phone number out of my phone right or i don't have to block you on facebook or we don't have to go outside and fist fight and i just think that i think that's important to to note that like the people that i can talk to about those three things are very few and far in between yeah and it's sad. Yeah. And it's like I can't, I can't talk to my parents about any of those things because my parents believe certain types of things. And if I have any sort of like, like different opinion about something, they kind of, I don't know. They just they don't agree with it. But at the yeah. same time, 
I've had big blowouts with with friends or close friends that I thought were like like best friends because of the fact of what they believe either like religiously or politically or like or whatever and it's just like okay we may disagree but why can't we keep it respectful like why does it get to the point to where like why did why can't we dis why can't we disagree and have like a why 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 can't we have a conversation instead of a discourse you know what i mean like why why does it why does everything have to be a fight why does everything have to be a i'm right you're wrong and i'm gonna beat you to death to prove it type deal um i mean i'm not even saying that we that people can like let's just agree to disagree i'm not even saying that people have to do that like you can disagree with each other on a fundamental level and still keep it respectful that's what debates are supposed to be like you can have you can have debates with people and literally hate what the other person is saying and still be respectful with what you're saying you know what i mean and that just seems impossible like everybody is so ready these days to just throw down and just fight you know what i mean yeah no like they they really are and i feel like the art of debate has gone out the window because oh, yeah. here's the thing that like first of all uh what i've learned is that a lot of people don't do their due diligence and research the stuff no. that they're talking about they go off of what uh mama and papa said like they're adam sandler and the water boy mama said yeah like it's not about what mama says like they they come from a different time like go 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 look up your own stuff it's like the uh the people that are like uh you know that uh wearing a mask actually doesn't do anything right coming from like some guy you went to high school with that like failed science class like like the people the people that are like these self-proclaimed scientists now that think they know better than doctors that have studied disease for literally their just entire like, lives because well, it's because the, the simple fact that the people who do research that stuff either get there i told you i'm a big advocate for like if you are going to have like in order for you to formulate an opinion about something like that i feel like you should literally not just be watching uh, just Fox News or just CNN no. or just getting your news from USA Today. Like, if you're getting your news sources from one, just one, yeah, you need to you need to pull from medium, multiple. one medium. You're you're crazy. Yeah, because if you honestly think that some of these mediums don't have their own agenda that they want to push, you're wild. Yeah, you're wild. And it's the same people that say the media is trying to make us believe something that believe another type of media yeah and it's just like okay here's the thing you've got to do your own research and a lot of people don't like i said they go with what what uh grandmama and grandpappy say and then they take that and run with it and they take for the rest for the rest of their life and they take whatever they yeah whatever they were brought up with and they run with it yep like nah it's up to you to do your own research mm-hmm. and to figure your own stuff out. But people don't do that. So then they bring to the table, they they, uh, they debate other people who have done their research, like myself, mm-hmm. or just other people. And then whenever they don't have anything left and they've been disputed. When they're, when they're shown that what they fundamentally believe and they've been led to believe their entire life is wrong, 
Um, that, that's, that, that's, that, when, that's when that's they when get the name calling. Yeah, that's when the mudslinging starts, and that's when they that's, get defensive because they, you're. Yeah. Well, they're they're getting defensive. To be fair, they're getting defensive because you're literally rocking their entire worldview. Like you're literally pulling the rug out from underneath them of what well, they be- of what they believe yes, their, their entire worldview. life. It's wrong. It's it's wrong. I agree. But also, you got to understand that you are literally proving wrong what they believe their entire life, and their natural inclination is going to be to fight against that. Even if it doesn't make sense, the natural instinct is going to be to fight against it um, and to defend what you believe, even if it's been shown to be wrong. You're still they're still fighting on instinct of well. It can't be wrong because this is what I've been told my entire life. They don't think that consciously, but that is what I believe they're they're feeling con- on a subconscious level. Yeah, well, I understand that, but it's like I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the way I was raised mm-hmm. and the fact that like I've been through quite a bit in my life, I guess already. And you have a brain. Um, <laughs> I, that was yeah, me, that was me that was mean. I'm sorry, but like no, it's, it's, I mean it's cool. But here's you're the thing. you're you're willing to accept that what you know and have always known might in fact be wrong. You're you're willing to function of a mindset where if you believe something and you are given information that contradicts what you believe and proves what you believe to be wrong, you are willing to listen to that information and change your point of view upon being presented something new yeah. you're, you're willing to that, you're willing to change thing. your point of view upon being presented with new evidence like that's, that's a lot, most I, people I, aren't a lot of yeah a lot of people aren't and it and it deals with those three subjects because yeah i mean people who because i've i've had uh very uh aggressive atheists come at, come at me because i am a christian right and they've come at me in a in a sort of aggressive way but i mean it is what it is yeah talking about why is this what you believe blah 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 i'm up why is why do you believe in what do you believe in yeah like yeah. i mean you've, I you've mean, done your research i've done my research but the thing is is that like with religion it's hard because it's like you want to sit here and be like oh there's no proof that such and such exists it's like there is there hard proof that x and x doesn't exist no i mean i mean i mean and i feel like religion is hard to kind of like i mean religion religion is very hard to argue for and against um especially in the subject of personal experience like i per like i personally saw an angel or i was saved from xyz incident and i have no way to explain this and sure that may be good enough for that person, but that's probably not good enough for, you know, another person. But if it's good enough for that person, then it's good enough for that person. Um, yeah. And there's nothing, but, inher- there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Um, I, I think there's a problem with it when your beliefs um, begin to negatively affect someone else. Like if, uh, you know, you're, you're beating your kids to a pulp in the name of Jesus, then obviously you're, that's, you're wrong and you need help. But like... Um, but... Yeah. Besides, besides that, I mean, it, religion's a really hard one, and we're not, we're not going to get into that on the yeah. on the show but, today. Okay, but yeah, look back to back That'd be to like a whole episode original, by itself. Back to my original point is just that like we've lost that kind of ability to debate with facts and uh, and and good hard research, and then. Not even necessarily. Someone, someone not even necessarily shake hands afterwards, but like be able to move forward with one another amicably. Yeah, 
it's just so much easier for people that don't want to believe something. It's it's so much easier to dispute something than it is to prove someone wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so much it's so much easier to say it, it it's so much harder for someone to say how do I word this? This is really hard to word, sorry. My words aren't coming to me. It's very easy for a person to basically do this. Uh I believe this thing and then it's it's a really simple they just say what they think and it's a real it's what they what they think is wrong and what they think is incorrect like let's say and i'm not i'm not saying this these are not my personal views but let's say you get into an argument with someone and someone's trying to prove that uh slavery was not immoral okay it's much easier for that person to say uh slavery was not immoral because uh the slaves weren't considered uh to be people they were considered to be property and then it's much harder for me to come back and say, well, here is research, uh, here is just basic human morality that shows why everything you just said is wrong and awful. Um, bam, 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 here's why you're wrong. It's much harder for me to do that to just prove what someone said is wrong with facts and logic than it is for that person to just go, nuh-uh. You know what I mean? It's, it's so much easier for someone to brush off something that contradicts their point of view than it is to prove someone wrong in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like that's why those toxic mindsets, often from conservatives, unfortunately, really pervade um, society in the way that they do um, is because it's just so much easier to have a mindset and a mentality of, nuh-uh, than it is to actually do research and actually educate yourself as to why what you believe may be incorrect. But... We've right. we've talked we've talked enough but about thing, that. Let's let's talk is, about let's talk about Portland when we get done the with thing, this. Okay, so like I said, so going back to like my original story about the guy that I was debating with, because I don't want to say arguing, because we both kind of kept it, it was pretty regular. We were we were debating about the Portland kidnappings mm-hmm. and things like that, and like you know, and the thing is that some of the stuff he st- he was saying got me to really because I'd already looked into it a little bit. I, I decided, you know what, let me, I'm, I feel like I'm cheating myself before I say something to say something that's stupid. And, you know, I don't, I try not to be that person where I'm just like, let me, let me look at something from his point of view and kind of understand it. Right. So I, I did look farther into it than I did of the Portland kidnappings. And I say that with like quotations because like some people don't think it's kidnapping. The yeah. thing is, is that uh, he was talking about like. Uh, that the federal agents that were there were had identifying patches yeah. and they and were making lawful arrests I, and things like that. But the thing is, is that like he he was saying that they were using unmarked cars because they came in from out of town and things like that. It's like okay, like don't act like you can't like because he was also saying that the the police the local police were happy that they were there. So why couldn't the local police have like decals or like i don't know lights or something yeah to kind of help and for anyone for anyone that i I do want to explain this very briefly for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about apparently in portland oregon uh during some of the recent protests um apparently this hasn't been confirmed there were um federal uh off federal officers or federal soldiers 
that showed up to Portland uh, wearing unmarked uh, uniforms that didn't have any badges or anything, any identifying characteristics on them, showed up in un unmarked uniforms in unmarked vehicles and began detaining people and arresting people off of the streets. Um, in the very early hours of the morning, like two or so in the morning, I have an article pulled up on it now, but that's basically what we're talking about. Yeah. So like, so like I said, uh, he was telling me about that type of, like it was lawful arrest, things like that. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, but I understand that. I get that they were making lawful arrests, but first of all, they were detaining people, uh, that were, first of all. A I would lot argue. of the people they were a lot of people that were that were they were being detained people that were leaving the protest. Yeah, and I mean I would I would argue home. I would argue that those were unlawful arrests in the first place too considering that they were exercising their first amendment rights, but that's beside the point. Like and I told him I was like, "Listen, I get it. I I, I get that they're that they they were brought in to protect against the violent protests that were going on, and I'm I'm against the violent protests. I don't agree with like destroying your city." in the name of uh, protesting. That seems a little bit self-harming. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, that doesn't mean bring in the, the feds that are un in unmarked vehicles yeah. and just detaining whoever they want to detain and just like, it's almost fear-mongering almost because here's the thing. Like I said, I read... A lot, I read a lot of news stories, I, I looked into it, and like the people who they interviewed and the accounts that uh, from people who were stopped and were at the protest is that, that they were stopped by an unmarked black vehicles or, or uh, black minivans and things like that, and people just jumped out and were you know telling them that they couldn't leave, and they, they were asking them very intrusive questions. And they wouldn't let them know any sort of information about who they were or whatever. And it's like, none of them really mentioned any identifying patches. And that may be because psychologically they were scared. Probably. They kind of blocked that part out. Um, or is the fact that they weren't wearing those patches in to, to begin with. But at the same time, it's like, there are ways that they could have made that not so much of like a fear type of deal you know just uh they they could have honestly been like uh and they honestly could have had vehicles that did have markings on it that identified them as law enforcement yeah because depending on i mean that's just depending on that's just wrong you, in the first place like to try what, and it, it's a it's an abuse of power is what it is like right and the thing is is that like uh, I, I kept looking into it, and the the mayor of Portland uh, isn't into it. Like he he was not he was not with it, and uh, and the guy was like, "Well, it's um, he definitely uh, he definitely commented on that to me. He was like, well, our local leadership, uh, meaning our radical left mayor and city council, are not fans of the federal enforcement.'" Local police are grateful for the help. Uh, the union issued a no-confidence vote in leadership last week, and the feds flew in, and that's why they had to rent vehicles, and that's why they're on mark. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Also, this, this is this is where his his uh, him being in Portland kind of came in, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe maybe he's right about that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, 
like it's the fact that like why there are so many see it's kind of like a actual account versus like what's going on like I just I don't know if I fully believe him because I, I would say I, I would 100% say if, don't I would say if the media if there was like if I looked at one story and I just and that's the one story that said that I'd yeah. be like maybe maybe he's right because he actually's there but and then we but we so literally much, yeah so that, much says that says otherwise that says otherwise and we yeah. and you literally just said too you can't get your news from one source you have to get it from multiple sources in order to get a full factual picture of what's actually going on with any given issue and for the uh for the guy that uh Corey had that pleasant debate with um sorry to say if you're listening to this bud um i don't agree with you and i think you're a liar um based on what you were saying um and to anyone that thinks that uh these federal officers in unmarked uniforms in unmarked vehicles uh, that have been shown on multiple videos to be unmarked anyone that wants to argue that they were uh they weren't um, the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, uh, called for, I'm reading this off of an article, uh, talking about the, uh, federal soldiers in Oregon. Oregon governor Kate Brown similarly called for federal law enforcement officers to leave Portland. She added that one of the officers in charge of this is on a quote mission to provoke confrontation for political purposes. This political theater from President Trump has nothing to do with public safety, Brown said in a statement. The president is failing to lead this nation. Now he is deploying federal officers to patrol the streets of Portland in a blatant abuse of power by the federal government. So that is from your own question. governor. Doesn't question. believe in that. What's up? Gov- question with the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrat or Republican? Um, I am not sure, actually. It doesn't say in here, so I will look that up really quick. Oregon. Because uh, the reason why I asked is because if... Me- like, I know what people will say. Like, anybody who's against Trump is definitely a liberal, which I am wildly. That's I'm wildly against that. That's not true. Like, I know that that's there 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 are there are, there are, there are a lot of Republicans, even ones in Washington, that don't like him. Like, and so it's like, it's the fact that like anybody who's against anything he does is typically a liberal. I'm I'm trying to really find something that like that proves otherwise because de- i know that she's she- democratic by the way see and i feel like that's the reason why people are going to say like oh well she's she's a liberal and that's why she's against them too but even if you say yeah. that even if you say that that just means that you're in favor of federal police coming into a city and literally detaining people here here's literally the thing. like what <laughs> how can you be how can you be in favor how can you be in favor of that well, Josh, let me let me let me present a counterpoint. I guess you could say, uh, our, the thing is, is that I know why he I know why this has happened. I know why he's doing it because of what of what happened in Seattle. Oh, because they talk about because of the rally. Oh yeah, of that whole that whole thing that happened in Seattle, where like these radicals took over. What I think it was like seven blocks in oh Seattle, God. and the mayor and the governor weren't doing anything. And this is kind of a reaction to that, but I feel as though, I feel as though, why is it either zero or a hundred? Yeah. Like, because either, either you have Seattle, which is a zero, like there's no federal, uh, there's no like federal interference over, there was no federal interference. They kind of just let everything kind of be what it was over there. And 
bad things were happening, which mm-hmm. I which I hate mm-hmm. for that city. Yeah. But why does it have to end up like Portland, where federal agents are coming in by the droves in unmarked vehicles, detaining whoever, wherever, in order for this to? I maybe maybe I'm being naive, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not. No. So I'm gonna say this anyway. Why can't there be? Why is there not a middle ground here? Like, why can't local police, federal agents work together, outnumber the protests, the the violent protests, I might add, and kind of control the situ- situation that way? Because the thing, the thing is, is that this brutal force that President Trump is talking about ain't gonna ain't gonna end well. No, it's not. It's, it's not going to end. With. It is. It is what it said is an abuse. But of at power. the same time, not having any sort of force or anything ain't going to end well either. But at the same time, I feel as though that there has to be a kind of middle ground here that has to be met, like met upon. Because the thing is that the local government is fighting against the feds, and that's not good at all. No. Because when the mayors and the governors are fighting against the president and what he's trying to do, that's going to hinder. Uh, that's going to. That's only going to hurt the residents. That's only going to hurt the residents of Seattle and the residents of Portland and wherever else these things may happen. That's only going to hurt them. And so it's it's not even necessarily, like. It's like it's not even necessarily like oh the liberals are trying to get at President Trump. It's the fact that like it's the fact that like they're not doing the right things for their city first of all, but at the same time, I think President Trump isn't doing the right things either. And none and neither one of them are are, are going to blink and that's that's the problem. That's the problem. Neither one of them's going to blink. Mm-mm. Neither one of them is like, "Well, I'm not going to do this because such and such is wants me to do it yeah and it's like it's childish and i'm yeah. just like the only people that are suffering because of this are the residents of, yeah. of those cities yeah and for for anyone curious about the article that i'm quoting too i never like to um just talk out of my ass um so i'm actually with this episode when i post it to facebook and Corey shares the link um that i post anyway so whatever he shares will have it too um, I'm going to post a link to that article itself so that y'all can go ahead and take a look at it. It's from a publication uh, that actually originates from Oregon itself. So, um, But you actually, with your talk of um, protesting both violent and nonviolent, uh, kind of actually leads uh, a little bit into uh, the next topic uh, that I think we both had. Um, do you want to go ahead and start talking about the, the rage versus re-education thing? I know you worded it differently, but... Yeah, well, I mean, we, we kind of touched simi- on a, similarly when we were talking about debates and arguments. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, uh, like when did, when did we, when did we like as people, and I say people, not even just in America, but other places, like stop, uh, stop wanting to educate ourselves. Like after, yeah. after we get out of school, whether that be uh, grade school, uh, college, whatever, trade school, whatever you, whatever your path was, why is it that we stop learning? Like, why do why do we stop trying to make ourselves better? Yeah. Um, and I think it's it, it ties into uh, technology, the fact that we have basically everything at 
at our fingertips, which which honestly, now that I'm saying it, actually is a even more of an indictment against like people who fail to educate themselves. It's like you literally have information at your fingertips. Why is it that you still uh you still flock to uh what you what you uh what you what you been learned tra- as a, what you learned as a kid or right. what you were brought up as and and we've we've talked about that and uh the thing is is that it's just that people are so quick to fight quick quick to anger yeah but at the same time not so quick to educate themselves and mm-hmm. i think that that's and it, we take we take whatever someone says at uh at value i'm going to kind of go a little bit in, in a different direction for a second uh but at the same time it people would think that it's a little bit lighthearted and maybe a little funny but i just thought it was interesting so i don't know if you heard about like uh that taco bell is apparently um taking some things off the menu no, and people not. are people are all in a rage about it because they saw it they saw that a, an employee said it on reddit and that's what i'm talking about it's just like and people people are upset about it and the thing is is that like okay an employee of the company said it on reddit mm-hmm. so you we don't have any sort of real like source of information that they're actually doing that and i know that like it seems kind of lighthearted compared to like what we what we have been talking about but it's it's small information like that that feeds into the bigger information that is just like why not do your own research yeah and that can see that's the thing though like <sighs> honestly the thing is is that if you if you're influential enough, you can come out and say just about anything, and state it as a fact, and people a lot of people will go along with it. Yeah, I you're right. And condemn the people who are wrong or who they think are wrong. Yeah. Without having done their it's like well such and such said it's like well what do you what do what do you say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as usual, Corey, here's the congratulations, <laughs> you're right award. But I'm I mean, not looking for the credit. I'm not looking for it, but it's true. I mean, I agree with what, I agree completely with what you're saying. Um, there Nowadays, I, I've said it multiple times, and I'm going to keep saying it because it's true, but um, nowadays people are so ready to just fight. They're not ready to talk, they're just ready to fight. Um, and, and when people are ready to fight, it just removes all it, it removes any chance of like a like a discussion or any chance of growth or anything like that like you pretty much just remove um when people come at things of a i'm right you're wrong mentality it just removes any chance of growth or change or any progress to happen in a conversation it's not a conversation at that point it's a fight um and that solves absolutely nothing so um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you um, my, my little points that I've written down here um, I am gonna be at uh, probably David Portillo levels of education soon 
Um, oh gosh. Yeah. For those who don't know, well, Dave, David yeah. Bort- David Portillo is a, a close friend of ours that we went to college with. Um, David, I'm I'm sorry, I'm naming you by name, but um, I, I feel so scandalous. Oh, You're oh, so shush. Scandalous. Oh, hush. He he's a he's a great friend of ours, um, and has been for a very long time. Uh, David is one of the smartest people I've ever known, um, and it's completely through self education that he teaches himself about tons of tons and tons and tons of different issues. Um, and I'm beginning to do research into issues that I'm passionate about and beginning to learn things, um, from multiple different sources. Um, and I'm basically trying to be like David, um, but more impassioned with the way I describe things. Um, David's a little bit more monotone in the way that he describes things. As everybody knows about me, I'm, I'm very in your face about everything all the time. <laughs> And uh, I don't plan on changing anytime soon. Um, but there's a there's a difference really between uh, when there's a problem in the world that you live in or in the society that you live in. There's a difference between uh, rebelling against that problem violently and being furious about an injustice and actually learning about that injustice in depth. Um, there's a difference between just basically wanting to bash the problem and destroy a problem than how to combat, defeat, and subsequently change the environment around you so that whatever you're uh, mad about stops happening. Um, Both methods, I will admit, are effective. Um, Both, uh, you know, getting mad about something and rebelling against a society more actively, uh, whereas there are other people that, like, do different things to make change instead, like signing petitions, uh, calling their governors, things like that. Um, they're both effective, but the one that I found to be, well, that I think would be more effective in society long term is the method of educating oneself about an issue and then finding ways to tackle and change that issue permanently. Um, some problem, it's like, it's like fixing a problem, uh, with a sledgehammer versus fixing a problem with a scalpel. You know, some problems you can fix with a sledgehammer, but you can't go and give a sick person surgery with a sledgehammer. In fact, you're probably just going to make a bigger mess than if you had used a scalpel like you're supposed to. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, that's that's my views on it, is that, yes, uh, being, you know, rebellious and protesting and things like that, that's how we got the civil rights movement. I mean, that's how that's how we got civil rights in the 60s so that clearly worked um but then also too there was legislation and things that had to be passed in order to give black people the same rights as white people in the 60s as well um which is more on the scalpel side of things more on the education side of things um so i think it takes both and i'm kind of leaning more towards the scalpel side of things and i'm going to start doing Lots more research, so hopefully I can talk about lots of issues on the show uh, that I want to talk about in a very intelligent and educated way as I learn more and more about the issues that I care about. So that's very, very nice of you. That was my second. Your own. That was my <laughs> second. That was a long tangent, but that was my that was my second point that I wanted to talk about: rage versus re-education. And I mean, it's I mean, it's important when you when you get into these debates. With people, when you get, if you want to prevent it from, you know, de-escalating to an argument or a fight, 
you have to be the one to remain calm and to remain uh, educated on stuff and to stand your ground with your education and stand your ground with what you've learned. Um, and you can't let people intimidate you or try to bully you or try to get you to back down from what you believe or anything like that. You have to stand firm and rely on your knowledge and your research to debate people and to defeat their arguments. Um, yeah. there's, there's really no other way to do it because otherwise you're going to devolve to that person's level and then it's just a I'm, I'm right, no, I'm right type situation. And that doesn't solve anything. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, was there? I, I mean, know. I know you wanted to talk about something similar too. So did you? Did you want to add anything well, to like what I said? No, I feel like you covered it. And the thing is, is that like I feel like sometimes where we don't normally get into super. We don't really get into arguments on this show. Not yet, anyway. I'm wait. I'm still waiting for it. Oh, we're we'll get. Oh, a, we'll get there. Trust we're, me. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna have a huge blowout. Some on of the show. some of the stuff that I have planned is absolutely gonna gonna ruffle your feathers a little bit. I guarantee. We're, I we're gonna. We're gonna have. We're gonna have a huge blowout in the show, and then stop recording for two weeks. Yeah, like we're, take, we're gonna. We're not gonna talk to each other for Corey's, two weeks. Corey's still mad at me. We're still taking a break, and that's how it's gonna be too. You're gonna. You're gonna get. <laughs> you're gonna get mad at something that I say because in my. That's just my lot in life that I've accepted as I, I'm. I'm the rabble rouser that just is just Ooh, meant to piss people off. Rabble rouser. Like ev everything that I say, no matter what it is, it will piss someone off. Like there's someone somewhere in the world right now that is probably like, oh, he said that. They're just losing their minds over it. There usually almost always is every day someone mad at me about something. And I've just I've just learned to accept it and embrace it. And that's not me trying to be like, oh, did what I say trigger you? Are you tr are you triggered, liberal? Like that's not me trying to be like that at all. Literally, just a lot of the stuff I say, people don't like. And it's mostly not even the stuff that I say. It's just that I have a really bad problem. I always have had this problem with controlling my tone. My tone is always very aggressive and very sarcastic. So even when I'm trying to be genuine, I don't even seem genuine. I I just I just genuinely seem like an asshole, and I I promise it's not always like that. But side the point. Um, like yeah, what what planet are you from? I not not this <laughs> like, one, not this like, one apparent, not this here's, one apparently. Here's the thing, like, cause there are often times where like your vocabulary, just like I'm like, what what era are you from, like? You just like 1940s? Like what I'm kind of I'm kind of convinced that I'm I'm a I'm a time traveler. Um <laughs> I'm a, I'm a time tra I'm a time traveler that forgot that he was a time traveler when I got to and this just, era. You're just stuck. And I'm just stuck. I'm I'm actually I'm actually 200 you know years old. You know what? That'd be a great like show or like a movie. Oh yeah, Hopefully. like a time like a time traveler well, that projects yeah. forward in time and then forgets forgets that he time traveled. <laughs> but he, he has like has, he has like these he weird Yeah, he has like these weird memories. Yeah, he has like these weird memories that like aren't like that he doesn't think are his of like things that he doesn't remember but they're actually his memories like breaking <laughs> through. That'd be cool. That be I would watch that. Oh gosh. That you you guys hear, heard it here first. So if Netflix steals our idea, guess up. what Netflix? Cut us we're coming. Cut we're us. coming. For that cheddar cheese, coming, for, coming that, for that green, coming for that shit. Give me that we shit. Coming for. 
<laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, you can. <laughs> but okay. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting back on topic. There is something. There's something. There is something funny that I do want to talk about, honestly. Yeah. So, like, it's like I've mentioned before the show. Uh, and like most people know that the NBA is about to resume, and they're in the bubble in Orlando, Florida. Which, side note, Florida is still Florida's COVID cases are still going up. So I don't know how that's working out for them. But like, I, a couple of NBA players already have been diagnosed with the COVID, um, and. The the funny thing is about the NBA bubble, oh God, they've they've come out and released the uh, the snitching hotline. This is this is what they're calling it, oh, good not Lord. what I'm calling it. Good Lord. So literally, like Twitter and uh, there are times where I love Twitter so much. They literally ran with this, and it's it's hilarious because like everybody is just like flocking to like who they think is gonna snitch, but at the same time. There is snitching going on, like uh, one player, uh, they got found out that, and he went out, he went out to go get, I think it was like a sandwich or something, and they like find him for that, and then apparently there are women being snuck into the bubble, uh, which I'm not surprised, like I'm not surprised. No. You have a you have a bunch of like, well like. Careful how, in you shape, in, careful, in careful shape. how you careful how you word this. <laughs> I can I, hear I can I, hear you hey, dance I can whoa. hear you dancing around it. I was about to say in shape, in shape athletes, and a lot of them are young and single, and you expecting them to stay ready, in a hotel room, ready to mingle. <laughs> You expect him to stay in a hotel room with no interaction with with nobody and just train and play? Yeah. No, no but here's the thing. These Not NBA happen. players, these NBA players and uh excuse my French for those for those of you who have never really heard me curse on this show cuz I don't, but uh they really are showing their ass out <laughs> here. Because like I've seen pictures like like these these NBA players are literally doing like keg stands and oh yeah they're going, chugging beer they're but to be fair out. a lot of these a lot of these dudes either didn't go to college or they went to one year and they were out because they went to the nba they didn't they didn't go to college but for one one year and they probably took like math 101 <laughs> and like <laughs> the easiest biology classes and didn't even go math because they're like <laughs> a lot of these players probably had 2.2 GPA because like they're like why does it matter cuz I'm about to get paid uh so they honestly didn't even really, probably didn't care about their education so now they're acting like this bubble thing is college sneaking girls in ordering pizzas all day and night how dare and I'm they just like, <laughs> I'm just like I'm just like the NBA commissioner I know is just shaking his head and I'm just like well what did you expect yeah I mean, honestly. What did you expect? It's 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 the same way that like, it's the same way that uh, the people who are like against kids wearing masks and like want them to go back to school immediately. Oh like, even, what do you what do you what do you think is gonna happen? They're gonna get sick and die. What do you think is gonna happen? They're gonna get have sick you and die. ever have you ever met a six year old, a kindergartner, a first grader, a second grader, a third grader, even a high schooler that isn't gonna mess around? And lick their hand, and I've seen this meme all over, all over like the internet. Lick their hand 
and run around screaming Corona, Corona. Like, come on. I these little kids, these little kids get in each other's faces all day, and and the same thing with NBA players. Like these, these, they're just adult kids. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I've definitely told my friends the story. So any of my friends that listen to this, I apologize because I've told the story like a thousand <laughs> times. Which but story I, is it? This is the story about how this is basically a story that um, essentially just not even I wouldn't even say proves. But, like, just shows that children are disgusting and opening up schools in the middle of a global pandemic is the worst idea ever. Um, And that is the story of when I used to be a – I was, like, a – like, not a babysitter. What would you call it? Like, a caretaker, I guess. I worked worked for, like, the the daycare in my old church that I went to. I I would work in, like, VBS. Oh, Lord. I I was one of, like, the – I know. But I was – I'm very good with kids, I promise. Kids love me. But like well, no, I, the way the way I, that I, I am this going. the way that I am around my friends is not the way that I am around children. I actually show a great deal of strain. I don't swear. I'm very. I try to be nice to kids because I understand that when you're a child, your experiences as a, as a child are very likely to affect you later on in life. And I don't want to be responsible for creating like a serial killer or like messing up some kid or something like that. So I'm very careful with that. Um, but I, I used to be a instructor slash mentor for groups of kids for vacation Bible school. Uh, I did it for like two summers, um, and my second summer and the last summer that I did this, and this is kind of partially why I stopped doing this, um, there was this uh, little girl in my group, uh, liked, liked to like play with like toys and stuff, liked to play pretend a lot. Um, well, she was very inquisitive, very talkative all the time. Um, and one day she came over to me and starts tugging at my sleeve, tugging at my arm, tugging at my sleeve. And she was like, Mr. Josh, I have to tell you something. And I was like, what is it, sweetie? What do you need to tell me? And I like leaned down to this small, to this small, like four or five year old child. Right. I leaned down to her. She goes, I have to, (coughs) and coughs directly into my face, coughed right in my damn face. Like I felt, (laughs) I felt like her spit in the air like hit my face and in my mind I was like oh god that's I didn't react like like in act like I was disgusted in front of the kid I want to scar her but in my head I was like wow that was really gross that was really nasty I probably should go like rinse my mouth out and go wipe my face thoroughly and I did I did do all of that that was years ago and that was when we weren't facing a global pandemic if a little kid doesn't have the foresight they, they don't know what a virus is they don't know what that means like and a lot of these kids are some badass kids too like they're gonna go around like coughing in each other's faces on purpose like this little like this little girl didn't even think about it like she had to cough and she was like well i guess i'm gonna cough in mr josh's face G- can you imagine what they're gonna do to each other like i i've seen i growing up i would see kids like hold each other down and like fart on each other in the playground like this is going to be a bloodbath when when schools open back up. I guarantee it. So, <laughs> no, I mean, you think you're gonna get just... kids to wear masks? They're gonna be like, I want, I want to put it on my face. They're gonna freak the hell out about it. I guarantee it. Yeah, trying to get adults to wear masks is just <laughs> giving a giving a similar reaction. <laughs> my God. Then and. and I, I mean, if it, if it isn't evident already, people, uh, I, me, myself, and Josh are, are pro mask, which is 
a weird thing to say. Even even saying the phrase just sounds weird. Pro, that we have pro to, mask. The fact the fact that I even have to say what that we have to even say that in the first place is like insane to me. But I mean yeah. all I mean I mean 2020 at this point anything that happens like people resisting masks and global pandemic riots in the streets at this point anything that happens <laughs> I'm like yep that's pretty that's pretty on brand for 2020 like yeah pretty much I'm just like well we're this is just a slow moving year of just destruction yeah. and chaos oh what? I'm like oh boy like we it's this is only month 7 <laughs> like oh what's that what's oh what is what is that falling down from the sky oh the flood from halo evil aliens that want to consume our planet yeah that seems about right yeah it's it, man I think it's, it's only when the point i thought i thought the flesh-eating aliens would be thursday but it's only tuesday like i i feel like also new year's like new year's uh eve is gonna have a totally different vibe now <laughs> like there's not just gonna be celebration of a new oh, year there's gonna be a lot of thank, thank god, god. <laughs> literally <laughs> my god is is the terror finally over this and i'm just like no What'll happen is it'll go to uh, December thirty second. <laughs> oh no! Is the terror finally over? That was amazing wording by you. December thirty second happens, and then we're all just stuck. It's like instead of like instead of like midnight, it goes to like 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 thirteen oh one or something like that, and it's like the time just keeps going up. And you're like, wait, wait. I was like, no! I like when it. <laughs> that's gonna be me if that happens oh I, I will make i will make a noise the likes of which y'all have never heard before if that's the case like i mean have you ever seen have you seen the anime movie uh the prince of egypt i, I have to ask that question because some people haven't yeah but i mean and you know that like the story like literally this is it's what great, i feel it's a like great movie i feel like the plagues and it's just oh like, yeah <laughs> and it's not it's not just a couple days it's just like this is a a twelve month play and it's just yeah we're nowhere near the end. we're nowhere near the end of it. I love that I love that song uh, early on in the movie when the uh, when the magicians in the court are like mocking Moses and they're like they're playing <laughs> with the big boys now. I love that. That's like that's like my favorite song in the movie. Oh my gosh! No, um, <sighs> let's let's move on to to uh, our next topic, um, which is. Uh, my my brief topic is just the matter of self improvement. Um, so uh, in I, I know last week I teased uh, that thing that I'm I was working on. I'm still working on it. Still probably not going to hear anything back until August. So I'm still not saying anything about what it's about because I'll be very embarrassed if I don't get it. Um, but in order to prepare for this venture, uh, I've begun working out again in earnest. Um, lots of cardio uh, that I've been doing here recently um i also noticed that i've always had trouble throughout i know you haven't you've been pretty active for your entire life you know you've played football you've played basketball you've lifted weights you've done you've done it all and you've done it all pretty much throughout the course of your life um i've on on and off yeah on and off but for the most part like you you keep in really good shape for the most part um i I i have been a swimmer for most of my life I've tried weightlifting more times than I can count, and I'm never able to stick. I think the longest I was ever able to consistently stick to a weightlifting routine was like six months. And then after that, I started to kind of like fall off uh, a little bit. I would go, instead of going for like four days a week, I went, it went down to like three, 
and then most weeks I only went to two, and then like a couple months after that I stopped going like entirely. So I've always had trouble sticking to it, and I finally figured out uh, just recently why that is, and that's because to me it was boring. Like to me, weight li- like lifting weights to me is mundane and repetitive. Though some people I know do it because they find it like calming and invigorating. Uh, they they like the monotony uh, of of the lift, of lifting weights. One of those people. Yeah, you find you find it calming the one two three four kind of the rhythm of it to be like relaxing. I I don't it's find a way to, it's a way to get out some energy. Yeah, and I mean that works for some people, but for me personally, I I find it to be kind of mind numbing. I want to be more active and dynamic with what I do, which is why I like right. things like basketball. I like running, not on a treadmill. I like running so, to like a place. Like I like running around outside, regardless of how the weather is and stuff, because I like seeing stuff. I like feeling dynamic and active. Um, and that kind of hit me subsequently with that. Uh, the reason why a lot of people fail at workout routines and they're never able to stick them it's because they're doing something that they don't enjoy or they're doing a type of exercise that they don't find enjoyable and i mean you can make the argument of yeah exercise is not supposed to be enjoyable real is it though because there's people that love doing things like yoga there's people that like weightlifting there's people that like running and you don't you don't see runners really lifting weights and you don't really see weightlifters doing a lot of running or yoga you know what i mean like they do what works for them they do what they do it and they stick to it because it's something they enjoy it's something they like doing and if you're doing a type of exercise if you want to get into shape and you've always had trouble with sticking to a routine more than likely the reason you're not able to stick to a routine is because you haven't found one or a type of exercise that you enjoy doing and as i mean there are obviously aspects of exercise that suck and that are always going to suck but you can make it suck less and you need to make it suck less in order to stick to it, otherwise you're not going to stick to it and you're going to continuously fail or continuously backslide the entire time. If you make it enjoyable, your chances that you'll continue to do it will improve. Like I, like I just said, mine personally is running and I've been running uh, around my apartment for a few laps at least a couple days each week, like two or three days each week. Um, and I'm starting to up that amount too with my training for this job that I'm working towards as well. Um, Another thing uh, that I want to talk about uh, briefly in terms of self-improvement is the separation of uh, mind and body. Um, They can't be separated. The mind can't be separated from the body. So when you strengthen one thing, it's often best to strengthen another thing as well. Strengthen the mind and the body at the same time because if you neglect one over the other, you're not going to grow symmetrically. so it's important to engage in activities that really challenge you both physically and mentally. So when you're strengthening your body, you need to do more than just get your heart rate up. You need to kind of push yourself. You need to push your limits a little bit so that you continuously get better. When you're trying to strengthen your mind, is there a topic that maybe like you, you avoid because it makes you uncomfortable? but it would make you a better person if you delve more deeply into it. Okay, well then research that thing and learn about that thing. For me, it's uh, civil rights. Like always talking about like civil rights and um, civil rights, police brutality, all that stuff has always been like a tough topic for me to talk about given, you know, my Southern roots. I tend, I, in the past, I would tend to gravitate towards a more pro-police stance. I don't anymore. And that's mostly due to my self-education of that. And I didn't want to kind of investigate those things or really look into those things 
because of my upbringing and because of my environment. And researching it made me uncomfortable initially, but I've done more and more looking into it, and I've gotten more and more comfortable with it, and I feel like I'm a better person. I'm a better and more empathetic person because of it now. Um, that's kind of why I've been so adamant and impassioned about that specific subject for like a month and a half is because whenever I try to strengthen my mind, I, that's normally the topic that I turn to. And it may be, for someone else, it may be, you know, something something different. That's just mine. But my thing is that when it comes to self-improvement, um, it's not only important that you do it, uh, it's important that you challenge yourself and that you push yourself when doing it. Because if you just kind of maintain what you're, what the level that you're at, you won't ever improve or grow in any way. You'll just kind of remain stagnant. Does that make sense? Yeah. That was no, a lot. I mean, Sorry. Th- yeah, it was a lot. Sorry. It's okay. That was my la- that was my last major point. The only other point I have left for for today is um, uh, just a, a movie recommendation. That's it. Uh, I was like, oh great. Now you can shut up, finally. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> you can go. You can go ahead and do a solo podcast for all I care. Oh wow! See, yeah. I told you it's already happening. Showing your <laughs> ass. <laughs> it's already happening. This is our first fight. Friendships ended. This is our first because... fight in our relationship, baby. Okay. See, don't don't do that. Yeah. That's how you <laughs> don't. That's don't a great. Do that. That's for, we were talking about arguments earlier. That's a great way to get out of an argument is to make it weird. Yeah. Well, you're you're the king at doing that. Oh, 100. Uh, percent You are you are a weird little man. Yeah, I'm the best. That's what you are a yeah, weird a weird little man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the title of your solo podcast if you were to make one. Weird little man. But anyway, anyway, speaking of. Uh, other th- topics <laughs> other than this one uh, is that okay so I have been just catching up on stuff on Netflix things yeah. like that uh, and like I don't know like what like super nerdy guy or gal or whomever or crew works for Netflix but like they have started like putting a lot of anime on there. Yes. I'm very happy a about lot. it. A lot. I'm very happy. A lot. And I mean tons cuz like they're like, "Oh, recently added." I'm like, "Are you saying this is recently added because of the stuff I watch or like is this actually recently added?" Cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of anime stuff and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And I literally started like uh, I started I started watching One Piece last night again, because uh, I stopped watching it for a while. I haven't watched it in a couple years, so I'm nowhere near where, where the I show be. where the show is currently. Nowhere near it. But I remember why I liked it so much. It was the story. It was the characters. It's amazing. It was a great time. It's literally my favorite. <laughs> it's literally my favorite show. It's a great time. So, like, honestly, for those of you who aren't a fan of anime, who have never watched an anime, who want to watch one, I would start on Netflix and just just watch something. Uh, uh, I'm Josh. You're you're a little bit more well versed in anime. Like, is there something that they should stay away from? Like, um, I feel like there's an anime out there that I've heard has just bad reviews. And just sucks. 
there's there i mean there's many there's not just one but <laughs> um i i actually like attack on titan i think attack on titan watch that attack on titan's great um it's on netflix um it's it's a really good starter um it, it really depends on what you're looking for because there's anime for every category that you could possibly imagine um i i would say probably the safest ones to start off with for someone that's never watched anime before and doesn't want to watch something like Dragon Ball Z. Um, I would say Attack on oh, Titan. Attack on Titan is pretty good. Um, I would also say that um, One Punch Man is great. Um, if you want something just slightly weirder than One Punch Man, uh, it's called. there's another one called Mob Psycho 100 uh, made by the same dude uh, that made One Punch Man. It's just a little bit goofier, uh, a little bit wackier. Um, there's all sorts of stuff out there for whatever your taste may be. Um, I, I would obviously stay away from anything that has, you know, in, inherently sexual themes. More than likely, those kind of shows are just going to be lots of, lots of fan service, not a lot of plot. Um, but I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. Um, I, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to be a guide. Um, but yeah, I would say Attack on Titan, uh, One Punch Man, Mob Psycho 100. Um, uh, another another good one that's more fantasy based uh, is uh, Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood. That one is uh, really good. That one's a classic. And uh, another one that's a little bit more adventurous is probably Hunter Hunter. Uh, but that one, it, it's not spelled that way. It's spelled Hunter X Hunter. Um, just no one, no one calls it that. Um, all of those are really good, like, starter animes. They're really popular, like, some of the most popular ones out there for a good reason, too. Um, but those are really good. Um, I wouldn't recommend, I, I love One Piece, personally, is my favorite anime of all time. But One Piece is definitely not, like, a beginner show. Um, it starts off pretty, pretty basic, but it does get pretty crazy pretty quickly, well, I would, I would say fairly quickly. Um, and One Piece is one of the longest-running anime and manga out there. The manga, uh, Chapter 985, came out yes 985 came out yesterday. That's how many manga chapters there are. And the episode, the anime episodes are, like, in the early to mid-900s. So, it's a lot. Um, but One Piece is also one of those things that you're not supposed to watch over a weekend. It's not something that you're supposed to watch even over the course of, like, a couple months. It's, like, it's the whole show itself is a journey, and it's meant to be enjoyed as one as well. But when it comes to anime, that's that's what I would recommend, personally. Oh, wow. See, so go watch, go watch I, all of those. <laughs> Hopefully... Uh, you guys wrote all of that stuff down. Yeah. Or you could just rewind it and just you rewind this episode to all of that and just kind of write down a list and just check mark it off. But right. <laughs> but yeah, um oh my god. The only other so we've covered yeah. so much. We're today. at we're at like an hour and 6 minutes, so that's like a good Jesus. like point. The only other thing that I wanted to recommend, uh you kind of led me into anime recommendations, but the one thing, the last thing that I had written down to recommend, it's not actually an anime, it's not a show, it's not technically a video game there are video games of it out there uh but it's primarily a tabletop game uh and that is uh warhammer 40k um i 
recently, about a couple months ago, was introduced to the universe of Warhammer 40k. Um, it is a dark, sci-fi, dystopian uh, story. Not even a story, more of like a universe, really, that just has a bunch of ongoing stories in it. Um, if you like dark sci-fi, if you like aliens, if you like dark gothic settings, if you like like dystopian settings, um, a future with literally almost no hope and just war around every... Literally, the, the, the tagline, one of the main taglines of Warhammer 40k is, in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. Um, and it, the name of it, as well, takes place, uh, Warhammer 40k, takes place in the 41st millennium. It takes place in the year 40,000. Uh, so it's, like, way, way in the future. Uh, but I highly recommend it. Um, it's ex it's probably the deepest universe I've ever seen uh, in any fiction ever. Uh, but it's awesome. And any sci-fi nerd that doesn't know about it, I highly recommend uh, that you check it out. Even if it's like you want to get into the tabletop game, which I've, I've seen can be very expensive, so just be aware of that. Uh, but there's also video games out there, books... Uh, plenty of videos online and stuff that just even if you're just interested in the lore, it's great. I've I've been enjoying the hell out of it, and after we get done recording and uploading this episode, I'm probably gonna go listen to more more lore videos about it. So, woohoo! Yeah, yeah, so much fun! Wow, what a nerd! Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we didn't tell them to read, which honestly, they people should probably read a book. Every Most of our day. listeners probably can't read anyways. No, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Well, well was, I guess uh, I guess episode eight was that long was, enough for Josh. That was, that was so, sarcasm. That was sarcasm. Well, you can't have sarcasm nowadays. So no, guess what? I guess I guess you decided episode what did eight David, was, was. What did David was say? Enough. David, David, I'm gonna close out with what David. Uh, oh God, no, we don't need to. David do, Portillo said. That. Long story short, people, we've already been canceled <laughs> once already. He did. <laughs> David, the guy that I mentioned earlier, David, was the guy that canceled me in the first place. Anyway, but yes, so uh, to close this episode out, follow us on Facebook at yes. Two Cents Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at pod underscore sense two. Follow me on Twitter at shy, C-H-I underscore city 22. And you follow Josh. Yep, mine is uh, at Fernandrezel. It's literally the at symbol F E R N A N D R I Z Z L E on Twitter. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as well um, at R underscore A I J I N. Uh, if you want to follow me there too, I post a decent amount on my stories and I retweet a fair bit of stuff as well. Mostly social justice stuff and it will continue to be that stuff until um, I, there is justice served for all minorities across this great nation. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you all for uh, listening. Made it to episode 8. Uh, hopefully angry mobs don't surround our abodes after this episode and hopefully we'll make it to episode 9. And eventually episode 10, which... Um, episode 10! Which uh, will also be the end, probably, of season 1, if we want to call it that. Um, we're we're going to do these probably in seasons of, yeah. of 10 episodes yeah, stick, each, but... Stick around, stick around for the season finale. For the season... Oh, boy. For the season finale. I, already, I when we'll you, probably I some stuff planned. When, when stuff will probably be worse than it is now, if that's even oh, possible. God. And we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk hey, about... Uh, stuff will probably be worse, and we'll literally be like, wow, stuff is worse. <laughs> 
but yeah, we 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 thank you all for your continued listenership. Um, Adam Sandler, please support us, and um, yeah, um, we will uh, see y'all hopefully in the next episode.